0: Hello everyone. I'm John Parker. And I'm Dr. Daniel David. And we are the Of Myths and Men crew. Today we're talking about shadow work. We're talking about shadow psychology and helping men understand what it means to kind of process through shadow work. What's shadow work, sir?
1: The shadow is the part of us that has um, been wounded, hurt, shamed, abandoned. We've taken all those parts of us that we felt Uh, hurt over and we stuffed it away and now it takes on a life of its own man and often sabotages our lives we don't want you guys out here sabotaging
0: things we want you to live in good health we want you guys to understand how you can process and work through the wounds the hurts and pains that you've experienced in life and help them better you um not tear you down and 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 make you
1: miserable and we're going to give you four ways to do that
0: yes four ways that you can work through shadow work so that you can overcome shame pain depression all that good stuff yes all right thank you for tuning in
1: share uh, us with your friends
0: yes sir all right appreciate you welcome to a Mifs and men podcast recorded live in atlanta georgia on this show you enjoy candid conversations for men by men about men's issues with an amazing twist By exploring the arts, music, games, and film, our aim is to help men better understand themselves and navigate through life's daily challenges in order to become happier and more successful. I'm your co-host, John Parker. And I'm your co-host, Dr. Daniel P. David. And this is of Myths and Men. Adieu, good sir, adieu. Hello, good morning. Adieu, is that, I don't know, French, German, Spanish, adieu? I don't know. I don't even know if that means hello <laughs> or goodbye. I was trying to say hello, but I don't know. I no, I bid you adieu. I think that means goodbye. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, like uh, yes.
1: Um, so we're done, right? I guess. Uh,
0: <laughs> it was nice seeing you this morning. Yes, uh, right about that, our business. That was short. <laughs> yeah. Well, good morning, uh, or afternoon or evening, depending on when you're listening, everybody out there. Uh, I'm John Parker.
1: And I'm Doctor Daniel David.
0: And this is a myths and men podcast. Today we have a somber yet enlightening show yes uh we try not to make it so sad but it's you know we're dealing with a heavy topic um of grief
1: grieving Uh,
0: and grieving and loss and yeah shadow and pain hurt and pain yes all that good stuff but we want to leave y'all encouraged um so basically we're going to be talking about um using as a backdrop the tv show netflix original frontier Mm -hmm. um starring jason momoa um, and it's a show about the fur trade and 18th century America and Canada and all that good stuff. Um, but it's it's really helps us see and flesh out shadow, the shadow right, work right. that needs to yes. be done with men. Yes. And we'll pull that out towards the end of the episode. And it just talks about, we're going to talk about how we're as affected as people uh, when grief strikes. Yes. Uh, when loss strikes, when pain comes, when death comes. And how there's a delicate balance and a fine line between uh, managing that well and allowing that to kind of embitter you or, or, or frustrate you to the point where you're seeking revenge or not thinking clearly. Uh, does it make sense? Yeah, that makes yeah. good sense. Yeah.
1: Actually, uh, the shadow, uh, talking about the shadow is one of my favorite topics mm-hmm. because I think it helps men to understand, uh, you know, why we act the way we do. hmm and um i actually saw a really funny youtube video on why squirrels act the way they do right <laughs> and I, I figured well you know <laughs> um you know me, me, you know, we, sometimes you know i have women who come into mm-hmm. my office and say you know can you explain to me can you translate oh, gotcha. right like yeah, yeah. why my husband or boyfriend oh. uh you know does does these things yeah. and i just think of squirrels <laughs> that's
0: it squirrels that's funny i used to call my daughter squirrel because she just wasn't concentrating oh. on anything and thinks the movie up, they have that dog in there that talks. Squirrel. Yes, right. And just he loses focus. But anyway, so we're that so mm-hmm. that's the, the meat and potatoes and then we're gonna end off with uh four ways that men can heal their wounds, their shame, their hurts, and so on, uh through shadow work.
1: Through shadow work, yeah. Yes, and that, that yes. requires
0: one of us two gentlemen right, in the room with you, yes. making sure that you deal and process through these things properly. Right, absolutely. Right. Or some other you know, great therapists in your area yes. if you're not here in Atlanta. Yes. But if you're here in you're Atlanta, in California, <laughs> If you're in California, you have to come to Atlanta for the first session, right. then we can do telemental health after that. <laughs> but we got to start off right here. Right. Um, all right, so let's kind of jump into this. What I'm going to do, well, we're going to play a clip from okay. the TV show Frontier. Um, and it's kind of going to give you some, a short, it's about a minute or so, just some background on the character Declan Harp um, and kind of how he became the man that we know him to be in the TV show. Okay. All right, hold on. Sounds good. Sounds good to me, too. I don't <laughs> I don't even know why I followed that. It just sounded like I was trying to affirm your sounds good with my own sound. I feel good. validated. There you go. All right, that's what we're about here. All right, one second, guys. We're going to play this clip for you. I understand why Harp sees something in you. And that makes you happy? He's not exactly the easiest man to please.
1: He wasn't always this way.
0: He had a family.
1: My sister. He loved her.
0: They were together. I had a boy. Mickey Nook. What happened? She was murdered by Benton's men. And their son,
1: too. The deaths changed him. He became wild.
0: Dark. What he sees in you,
1: I think it's himself who he used to be.
0: All right. Uh, Yeah, pretty serious scene there, right? Yeah, real serious I like this
1: uh, series already. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It it seems really interesting. It's kind of like that frontier Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. guy out take you know hero's journey kind of thing yeah, yeah, but yeah, but then you know it goes bad because <laughs> real bad yeah, real yeah, bad yeah, yeah and and this is sort of the anti-hero's journey mm-hmm. um where this guy gets uh loses his family mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and he you know along with that grief that mm-hmm. pain becomes um uh outraged yeah, yeah. and aggressive violent mm-hmm. you know and I, I think he's now bent for revenge and yeah. you know not to Taking any, anybody's shit, right? Right. Right, know, right. So yeah, yeah. because he's lost so greatly,
0: mm-hmm. it's it's interesting too because this particular scene, um, the 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 guy uh, that's there, he's being talked to by the sister of uh, Declan's wife. You know, so basically, it's I guess sister in law, sister in law, right? right? Um, okay. to a, a character that's introduced in the show, I'm, and I'm being vague just so you guys watch it. I don't want to you know spoil too much of the plot or whatever. Right. But she's basically saying. He sees in you. She believes he sees in you, Declan Hart. To this guy, mm-hmm. what uh, he used to be before this tragedy happens, mm-hmm. uh, because this guy's background story—he's doing what he's doing for a love, for the love of his, for the love of his life. He's trying to save her life, so he has certain things that he has to do in order to uh, fulfill his obligations to the person that has his wife in or his girlfriend in captivity, and mm-hmm. he wants to kind of save her life. You know what I'm saying? And so it's an honorable thing that he's doing. Although in the end it would be ending in backstab and sabotage, but right. he's, he's he's just trying to figure out how to do this properly or whatever. And so I think Declan at some point in time used to be this wide eyed, you know, bushy tailed guy that was just living and trying to do the right thing and, and make sense of things. Um, and maybe he's trying to, I don't know, somehow salvage their relationship as a means of kind of salvaging that what his relationship could have been with his wife. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's like a vicarious right. ch, uh, transmission of of life, and hopefully you can live your life if this goes well with the love of your life. Although I've lost mine, right? And I'm gonna help you try to fulfill that mission. Although we're here doing, you know, uh, shenanigans. Yeah, put it that way. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, you know, it, it, sometimes when we have loss, as men, we're not given the tools mm-hmm. to deal with yeah. loss, yeah. right? And we tend to bury the loss deep down in our our, our hearts, mm-hmm. into the unconscious mind. And when we talk about shadow, and and, and the understanding of shadow, it's like a Carl, Carl Jung uh, really uh, worked on this topic and and this uh, understanding of the human nature. Mm-hmm. And you know, basically, what Carl Jung taught was that everything that was hurt in us everything that was shamed in us, everything that was rejected in us um, either by others or by ourselves, you know, you know, we do a lot of self-shaming and particularly for men. And um, so all those parts get pushed into, you know, Robert Bly calls it the shadow bag. Mm -hmm. It's like picking up things and putting it in the bag. Mm -hmm. And uh, but that, that part of our shadow takes on its own persona Mm -hmm. and it walks very closely Mm -hmm. with us. Mm -hmm. And I I like Robert Bly's, um, discussion of the shadow. He, he talks about, you know, at noon, the shadow is very small, Mm -hmm. you know? So, uh, when we, as, as men get up in the morning, we go out to work, you know, uh, the sun rises, all the shadows disappear Mm -hmm. in the land Mm -hmm. and, you know, we keep up a persona. We keep up a face, you know, and we want everyone to see a happy face or a successful face yeah. or a, a masculine face or whatever we want to put out there. And and uh, Robert Bly talks about, you know, as as the day wears long, mm-hmm. the shadows get longer. Yeah, yeah. And um, and we feel the weight of that, you know, that persona that we have to project out. We feel the weight of that. We're, we're trying to keep it up, you know. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to business meetings and we're. Uh, you know, playing business professional, mm-hmm. um, you know, talking to people, uh, experiencing people in the business realm, mm-hmm. uh, and we're trying to be nice and polite. Right. Mm. So keep the shadow up. Right, right. Right. Yeah. You know, we'd rather tell people off mm-hmm. at times. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, but we don't want to get fired. So, mm-hmm. you know, we keep that up and Robert Bly says, you know, by five o'clock, the shadow's really heavy, heavy. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. So we all get out of work mm-hmm. and we start driving home and, mm-hmm. And and then all of a sudden, you know, it gets dark and we're completely covered in shadow. Mm-hmm. And then when we fall asleep at night, the shadow takes over yeah. and is the subject of our dreams. Our dreams yeah.
0: Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, well, it's funny, uh, in contemporary times, I don't know when this started, but I think that's why the happy hour was created. Yes, right? I, yes, exactly. <laughs> to <laughs> offset the shadow. Makes, it makes
1: perfect sense yeah yeah.
0: yeah yeah you need that time to kind of decompensate well not decompensate <laughs> decompress <laughs> I guess you probably do decompensate baby too maybe yeah. decompose right right, right. <laughs> depending <laughs> how many drinks you have right. right but yeah decompress and, and be able to reset before you go home unfortunately for a lot of people especially if you have families there's not you can't just willy-dilly willy-nilly at the happy hour because you got to go and pick up kids or be responsible and do whatever and so it leaves a position to where you know whatever happy hour is meant to be it can only be enjoyed if you actually have the freedom to enjoy the happy hour, right? Well,
1: yeah, uh, but you bring up a really good point about happy hour, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's, I, I never thought of that, but mm-hmm. uh, the point is there is that at five o'clock, six o'clock, we're exhausted yeah. because we've been holding this this uh, persona up mm-hmm. the whole day, mm-hmm. um, and unfortunately, mm-hmm. though, happy hour doesn't turn out happy most right. of the time because when we're using substances like alcohol, we're actually letting the shadow out even Uh, more because now the, you know, the basement doors (laughs) kicked open and the shadow (laughs) says, okay, I can get out now. Right. (laughs) Right, right, right. And, um, and it's no wonder we have more, you know, DUIs at night Mm -hmm. and, um, bad behavior at night and fights at night and, you know, domestic violence at night. Right. Because for guys, we carry this weight and we, we want to be perfect. We want to see be, be seen as successful mm-hmm. on top of our game mm-hmm. and uh and by the end of the day we're really vulnerable mm-hmm. to being triggered mm-hmm. and you know we're, what's in the shadow the shame mm-hmm. you know maybe i i don't feel quite successful in my life mm-hmm. um and um and or i feel reject you know i've been rejected so that's yeah. there and hurt right mm-hmm. and loss grieving so okay you know
0: so releasing the cracking after work via right, you know, a couple shots is yeah, not the way yeah, to go. Not the way to all go. Right, so yeah. just eat good. Eat good at the happy hour. Release those endorphins that come from or dopamine that comes from eating good foods and lead the drinks to a minimum. Right. <laughs> okay, well, okay. then you get into emotional eating. Oh, man. <laughs> all right, well, we can go okay. cut our happy hour all right, together. Right.
1: Well, you know, what I what I advise for guys um, working through their shadow is to take a time out, mm. take a rest. Yeah. You know, um, come home set it up so that, you know, the, your, your wife isn't, uh, feeling ignored, Mm -hmm. um, and say, Hey, you know, so I can decompress Mm -hmm. and I can get, you know, have a better mindset, uh, before I, you know, before we get engaged, you know, engage in the evening, Mm -hmm. you know, let me have a timeout, I come home and let me get some rest, you know, 30 minute timeout really good. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if it's, you know, an hour, that's fine, Mm -hmm. but I think timeouts are really good. Mm so we can decompress and then we can kind of rest for a moment yeah. gather our thoughts and then come out you know and say hi hey. you know hey to right. the family yeah. right and, yeah. and 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 not just come home and you know open that door mm-hmm. and we're being greeted by the family mm-hmm. right but we're still you know now we're dragging that yeah. right. persona yeah. right yeah. and yeah. we're yeah. exhausted and we get snappy mm-hmm. we get you know Maybe may angry, yeah. uh, frustrated, you know, and of course that happens on 285 as we're getting <laughs> right, right, home, right. yeah, so, yeah,
0: and everybody's all sad. What's wrong with daddy? All the kids right. are crying now. The wife's upset because you say get the hell off me. Right, as they were trying to give you hugs and kisses right. as you come, you know, as you come in right. the door, right, right. So it's it's interesting. You mentioned too, um, like shadow and it's not just something that just you just wake up and it happens one day it kind of it's it's a thing that happens over time and you and stuff gets put in your shadow bag right? right and thinking through this declan harp situation in frontier i have had my own personal story of kind of like a lifetime of of putting things in the shadow bag just dealing with grief and loss right. um that i think hopefully you know the listeners it will be of value to them you mm-hmm. know you don't necessarily have to have the same background as me but i just think the idea of of collecting your shadow yes. over time right is a big thing and for me um my Declan Harp situation or or shadow imagery, you know, stuff happened. I think it it started with with me probably at the age of uh four fourteen. A good friend of mine got thrown in front of a train. Oh. By, he was in a gang and a rival gang murdered this dude and and threw him in front of a train. Right. Wow. Um, and that kind of at fourteen, you know, I guess it could have happened sooner, just not it. People who died around me, stuff was happening. I, you know, grew up outside of LA uh, in the '80s. So I was, you know, the height of gang violence. Then Bloods and Crips and Mexicans and all that stuff. Um, but the thing that 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 struck me about that is that that was at a point in time where I realized, like, man, like. Like, yo, like, he's not coming back. I'll never see this dude again. And the way his family was uh, able to identify him was by the clothes he was wearing. Like, there was nothing left of him.
1: Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can you imagine? Uh, unbelievable. Right? You know Lots what I mean? Lots of pain. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know.
0: Um, And then that just set off a chain of events and stuff just was happening. And a lot of racially motivated, violent sports people. And, you know, stuff kind of kicked off for a while. Then it settled down. And the next experience I had was I was uh, a freshman in college and a good friend of mine, she died in a car accident. Uh, they believe she fell asleep behind the wheel. The accident happened on her side. She died, but her boyfriend at the time and her child was in the backseat. They survived, but she passed. Mm. And we were at her funeral um, and I was going through it, crying to- tore up. And only solace that i had at the time my mom told me a joke like that was and it made me laugh and i, I and it wasn't like hey a guy walks into a bar type of joke but right. she just said something funny and it made me laugh and that was her way of consoling me and it kind of took the sting away mm-hmm. at that time mm-hmm. and you know there was no grief work there wasn't any therapy involved there wasn't anything it was just like yo the burial you know the, the funeral layer in the ground and then you left to deal with it how you deal with it right And no fault of my mom i mean you know it just therapy wasn't a thing then at the time that we grief counseling you know that wasn't a thing um and then um after that it kind of didn't hit me again for real until my mid mid late 20s before i left oakland coming to uh to atlanta i had a about a eight month to ten month period where five of my good friends all got murdered um, wow gun down Unbelievable Yeah all, all in the Bay Area Oakland, Berkeley uh, uh, San Rafael Richmond San Francisco Like all these different areas Where I had friends And it was just You know I'm one guy That you know I, I, don't, I wasn't extremely popular Like I had all these friends But I'm one guy I have a small circle of people That I'm involved in And five of these people Are all gone right never to return total loss total loss right and at the time i belonged to a religious institution um and their way of handling grief was to move on was to ignore it like it didn't exist and to keep pushing um like like nothing was going on because that's the way you properly grieve with things and it was you know one of the leaders the old dude probably had no help at all in his life grieving and dealing with things he's some old you know I don't know. It's not even pull yourself by a It's just, you know, the curtain psychology, you get over it, pull right. yourself together type of thing, right? right? Um, still no counseling, still no therapy, still no things. And so what, one one thing I realized is that a lot of guys that grew up in context that I grew up in, especially when it came to like gang violence and stuff like that, there was kind of three ways that they kind of responded um, to like the loss, right? Say, mm-hmm. say your friend gets killed or somebody that's in your crew gets killed or whatever. Revenge is, is one thing, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of like Declan Harp, like, okay, you kill my family. I'm, you're going to feel my wrath right right and that's that's kind of how life led out for them and that usually ends in them dying violently too Mm -hmm. right or them killing somebody that killed somebody and they go to jail forever you know whatever Right. right that's it's a wash of life um or they go into a deep depression the people that you know that say it's my brother or my friend or my buddy or whatever that person gets killed and it just shakes me to the core and i'm never the same again i just go into a shell become severely depressed it may lead to other psychological dysfunctions or whatever the case may be, but then, again, total loss of life. Um, and then the, another one that happened oftentimes, too, is people will like, would ignore it. Uh, and they would like force themselves to move on or forget about it happening and you know again it could be brother it could be uncle it could be friend but you kind of have those reactions as a way to kind of deal with the grief um, and then that also can lead to shadow things right it could yeah. you know especially if you're the guy that decides I'm just going to murder people because my friend gets murdered right? right so all of that negativity gets just pent up and comes out um, and gets displayed wrong and I think the the missing link of all of this is not having a proper way to grieve not having someone to help them or me or whoever grieved through that process to understand that tears are okay feeling this pain is okay feeling this loss is okay but then how do you pick the pieces put the pieces back together so that you can heal and maybe remember their memory fondly that you can uh celebrate uh maybe their home you know depending on whatever your you know religious uh beliefs are or whatever you know just just being able to not necessarily spin it but to you're still here, you still have to li- live, right? And you can honor this person's legacy per if you if that's something you feel you need to do. Otherwise, we got to channel these feelings and these emotions uh, in such a way that it leads you to, to be better, to do better, to, to love more, to maybe cherish your relationships more because you never know when people may be gone. You know, a positive spin right. as opposed to it leading to these, these things I mentioned before, depression right. and, you know, all this other stuff.
1: You know, I'm listening to your story and, and it, it's sad. You know, it's loss of life especially young people and you know uh, i've seen it myself working in new york city but you know we have it around here in atlanta too Mm -hmm. you know and um it's so sad that you know we lose people we love and things happen to us you know we can lose jobs Mm -hmm. even you Mm -hmm. know um we can lose relationships and but we're not really being taught how to deal with those emotions right yeah and, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, the message that you got from your religious leader. You know, I think that's the stereotypical message mm-hmm. that men have gotten for for quite a while now yeah. is that, that uh, you know, any sort of grieving is a, uh, considered a weakness mm-hmm. or uh, something that's, you know, we have to avoid, mm-hmm. you know, because it's going to we're going to get stuck in it. Yeah. You know, some guys have told me, look, if I if I really let this stuff out, uh, then I'm afraid I'll get stuck in it and I'm I'll, I'll never be able to move on mm-hmm. which is not the case't know yeah. when we're allowed to grieve and you know to bring it into the shadow realm it's when we when we have been shamed rejected hurt um, abandoned uh, these are wounds that need grieving mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but again you know as a as a child we may not understand that and you know daddy's not here or you know mom's died or you know, there's violence, domestic violence going on or divorce and abandonment issues come up. And, you know, so we're taught as kids basically, um, to avoid those feelings and, you know, just keep going, keep going, you know, and, and especially if we have adults around us who aren't prepared to deal with our own Mm -hmm. grieving, right. Then we're, you know, you know, that's why so many kids act out in school. And so, the messages that we're getting as men is that you know you can't deal with this stuff. You got to stuff it away, right? Yeah, right. And that shadow bag just gets heavier and heavier as we get older. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and it, and then it, it's like what we were talking about pre-show. It's just the idea of then you see these tragedies that happen, right? You hear going postal. The 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 shootings that happen in Las Vegas, Orlando, um, Charleston, South Carolina, right? you know, and that's that's on a, a mass murder scale, right? But then you see it in, in everyday individual lives. So you have a dad that becomes a drunk or beats his children or is aggressive towards his wife. You know what I mean? Just these ways that the shadow leaks out. Mm-hmm. It can be a national grand scale loss or it can just be people's individual everyday lives. Right. And so it's like it's the point I'm trying to make is that it, it's not something that can be escaped if it's not, dealt with properly. It's not something that just goes away. Shadow stuff isn't just something that eventually will leak out like a like a, like a, a flat tire. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Like, oh, it'll just eventually go away and everything will be okay. Maybe may be inconvenienced because you have a flat tire, but you can get a new one or fill it back up. Like, no, it, it, it doesn't end well. It doesn't always have to be a grand scale massacre. Right. But it's just your life being not what it should be or could be, right? Yes.
1: I mean, I've seen guys uh, who've carried their shadows for 50 years and... They haven't lived fully because they're trying to live um, in a way to, you know, avoid dealing with the pain and hurts. And when when I sit down with them and I'm like, okay, so tell me about your childhood. And they, you know, they sort of want to think that's cliche because mm-hmm. oh, that's what all you therapists do is mm-hmm. talk about the past. Mm-hmm. You know, help me to go through the to the future, think about the future. And and I'm always for that. Yeah, let's think about the future. But if you got an anchor in the past, right. you know, and you're yeah. stuck in the past. Yeah. Um, you're not gonna. You're gonna drag that anchor. Yeah. You know yeah. it's gonna be a, a weight around you. So you know I, we do spend some time on, and, and it's amazing that you know I have a 40 year old in my office who remembers at at five, you know what happened to him and how that have impacted his relationships. He might have got a, a bullied at school or or you know abused at home or you know had an angry father, or angry mother, a depressed mother, you know depressed father, and you know. Forgot all about it, mm. but learned to cope and behave in ways that, um, you know, he thought mm. it was going to work for him, yeah. you know, but then it gets into self-harm, you know, yeah. Yeah. drinking, smoking, mm. um, doing drugs, uh, sabotaging relationships, yeah. Yeah. you know, sabotaging success at work. Mm. Um, all of these things are there because we ha- we weren't given the right message yeah. that we need to take this stuff to, out of the bag, yeah. you know, yeah. and... And that's what shadow work really is, is taking the stuff out of the bag um, and, and, and really dealing with these things, you know, one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I know it can be overwhelming, but, yeah. you know, that's that's what we need to do.
0: Right. So what we want to do is we want to stop the chain reactions of unshadowed men. I don't right. even know. i was thinking, like, what's the word? The guys that haven't been, uh, I don't know, like, successfully transition through shadowy time, or not shadowy time, but tragic times that lead to shadow issues that kinda come out to forefront, right? Right. So what we kinda want, we're setting things up like, hey, this is Declan Harp, this is the TV show Frontier, this is the idea of what happens to a man that loses it all And goes for broke, but not in a good sense. Like, this isn't, like, gambling. This is, like, he's, like, lives at stake. Like, becomes a murderer and does all these things. But he still has the glimmer of light in him that says, like, hey, there's some good in there somewhere. But that good is overshadowed by the pain that he's felt. And now he's on a rampage, right? So you listening may not be necessarily on a tailspin that is clear as this guy right? right that people can see like yeah he's dark he's different something's changed since, but maybe you're going through personal things so what we want to do is like help you understand what shadow is what that looks like um and then help you see the need to do shadow work and then like i said in the beginning we'll end off with four ways that you know we kind of want to Walk you through, helping you heal, deal with the wounds and the hurts and the pains that that have been given you in life, uh, via you know shadow work. Right. Um, right. Got you. Yes. All right. All right. Cool. So let's let's jump into kind of uh, helping guys understand how they can kind of recognize their shadow.
1: Well, first of all, I, you know, I ask guys just to think about maybe the past few years, you know, where they may have uh, experienced some sort of. Uh, uh, Mm self-sabotage you know you know why not just think about that we all do it and Mm -hmm. we don't Mm -hmm. really identify it as shadow Mm -hmm. um and by the way guys if you're listening to this and you say well i don't i don't have a shadow i'm i've got jesus Mm -hmm. okay or i've got religion Mm -hmm. or i've got buddha Mm -hmm. you know i've got you know i'm gonna have to say look um these things can get covered up by religion Mm -hmm. they can get covered up by politics Mm -hmm. they can get covered up by you know uh wealth
0: and a poor sense of security right yeah absolutely
1: you know and and so we all have a shadow we really do need to deal with it and and by you know maybe looking at where we do a bit of self-sabotaging um even in our health Mm -hmm. and how we treat ourselves i think it's important to kind of um identify these areas okay so in shadow work you know everybody in the room can see your shadow but you and it's you know it's mm-hmm. the guy at the party who is talking the loudest mm-hmm. is bragging up you know his mm-hmm. reputation yeah, yeah. and everybody says you know he looks like he's a popular guy but everybody is thinking okay well he's full of himself mm-hmm. right Yeah, yeah so it's it's the part that tries to the shadow is the part that tries to undermine the the ego the the self mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and um and so when we're not aware of it 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 plays on in the background and looks like okay well you know i don't have any problems mm-hmm. but as we're walking through the day we have an attitude and we have mm-hmm. you know we get kind of angry nasty mm-hmm. um short with people you know that's that's when the shadow starting to leak out mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so i think first of all just identifying those those moments and saying okay what am, what am i you know and thinking about what am i really feeling here and and then you know, connect the dots. Mm-hmm. I always tell guys it's mm-hmm. so important to connect the dots, and that is, you know, what am I feeling right now, and where did this feeling come from, and then, you know, uh, is this related to something that happened to me just recently, or, or am I yelling at someone right now, but I'm seeing a person, but I'm really thinking of my mother, or I'm mm-hmm. thinking of my father, yeah. right, or I'm yeah. thinking about this time where I was bullied yeah. uh, on this uh, on the playground, right. Yeah. Yeah. So these are definite ways to kind of begin to bring out the shadow in us and really understand us.
0: I, I know I've had to recently reconcile the idea of my hurts and pains, especially when it comes to the loss of life and having people being taken from me violently mm-hmm. over you know 20 years plus of my life. I have a way that I respond to aggression it's, it's never, you know, flight, it's never freeze, it's it's always fight for me, mm-hmm. and it, it, it doesn't matter if it's somebody honking at me in traffic, if I perceive someone as an aggressor, regardless of even if my life is in danger or not, that moment of perceived aggression just sends me to a place where I become, it's it's fight mode. It's mm-hmm. like, yo, I gotta get you before you get me, right. and I'm not gonna allow you to take my life from me, because mm-hmm. I've had all these people, I mean, you know, you can you imagine the last moments of somebody's life as they're getting ready to be thrown in front of a train? Right, oh. not to be so dark, but I'm just the reality. Right. Like all I know is like it just can happen at any point in time. You have no control over. Somebody can just take out a gun, throw you this da 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 da. da. And I'm like, man, I don't. My 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 response in that shadow plane, that shadow mode is like, I am not gonna let anybody take my life from me. Right, right. I, right. And I, that's not how it has to be. But it's just. It just it's something over it just comes over me mm-hmm. you know so I have a lot of work to do and a lot of, of healing to kind of still undergo right. when it comes to that area because my automatic response when I when I tell you it's not even like when it's when aggression comes I'm ready like it's all right you know what I mean it don't matter if you're as big as the Hulk or whatever I'm I'm gonna figure something out real quick right you know what I mean and it ain't about running because my thing is like hey I could be running I can run and something still could happen to me I can freeze you know I just don't I want to be in control of my response. So that I can be the aggressor when somebody aggresses me, does that make sense? Yes. yes. And I don't, I don't want that, but it's just how, you know, the shadows kind of working through me right now. You yeah, know? we and, get,
1: we get these, uh, and you bring out a really good point for men to think about. We get reactive. Yeah. Um, and why are we just reacting? It's like a, you know, hair trigger. It's mm-hmm. just like we go off so easily, and a lot of guys will come to me and say, you know, I'm coming here for anger management, and when it comes down to it, we we really get into you know, not the, the, the behavior of anger, but the genesis of where that is coming from. And it, you know, I always say anger is like a big old neon sign that says, Hey, look, there's a Mm -hmm. wound right here. Mm -hmm. This is where you've been shamed, rejected, hurt, abandoned. Right. And all of that went into the shadow. And now this shadow, your, our shadow Mm -hmm. takes on a life of its own. And, you know, and it stays there until we really begin to pull those things out of the shadow bag like you're talking about with this, um, you know, kid who gets thrown in front of a train and how hurtful that was to you. And and, you know, you know, I've had these experiences myself and I've, I've talked to guys for many years about these hurtful, painful experiences. Mm-hmm. And we we just didn't know what to do with them. Mm-hmm. And, and we just stuffed them away. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And then we we're wondering why we we're bitter. Mm-hmm. Um, we wonder why we're aggressive. Mm-hmm. We wonder why we react to everything mm-hmm. so quickly and can fly off the handle okay. well guys we need to look into the shadow yeah and we need to really begin to understand what's there and and there is a way there's hope here for yeah. healing
0: for sure and i think a brief point that i mentioned is like you were kind of talking about before paying attention and being aware of how it's coming out right whether it's fantasies whether it's dreams or like me projections like i'm always hey you're trying to take my life you know what i mean like that's not the case man somebody's just honking because the light turned green and they're a little impatient right Right. you know they don't want to take your life they just want to get on with their life right right and so i have to um you know work through that but i think that's that's a you know, the key thing is like, how you know, first steps, you know, like we talked about before um, and kind of dealing with self-sabotage and stuff like that. But like you also like where is it coming out and how is it coming out and not ignoring the dreams, not ignoring the projections, not ignoring um, the, the fantasies or things that you're having, because those are your body's Your mind is giving you signs and signals saying, hey, shadow, shadow, shadow. Yeah, let's yeah. process. Let's deal with it. Yes,
1: let's deal with it. Let's work through it. You know, I often, uh, you know, another area where we can look at the shadow is if 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 a man is uh, feeling depressed mm-hmm. right and of course again i have a lot of guys who come to see me and they're feeling shame about being depressed right because mm-hmm. it, they you know we we as men kind of equate that as a weakness mm-hmm. right but you know the shadow comes out in depression and anxiety and often it's you know where we have uh, where we are now and where we have this ideal self where we where we think we should be mm-hmm. and ought to be right mm-hmm. And the gap in between where we are now and where we we think we should be, is like a big old valley, right? Mm-hmm. And and you know, and we're feeling bad about ourselves because we're not where we think we should be mm-hmm. or ought to be, right? We're here stuck, mm-hmm. and um, and we can't move, mm-hmm. and and that's where the shadow just takes over because um, it it brings out this idea of failure, idea of inadequacy. I'm not good enough. Right. And you know, I, I thought I was as good as the other guy next to me, but looks like everyone's passing me up. Mm. And so we get into comparative thinking, mm-hmm. which is really a problem for a lot of men. And so, you know, that's where the bag gets really heavy, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, on us. Yeah, so it's, yeah. it comes out in depression, anxiety, uh, social fears, things like that
0: yeah and we you know we, we kind of talked about it we we'll just briefly remind you again and then there's ways that we cope improperly with the things right mm-hmm. drugs and alcohol right. and, uh, escapism and and not being checked into the family being tuned out of your you know your life and just spirals of destruction kind of follow and again this is all us trying to do pre- preemptive you know for you guys and, and understanding that hey you don't have to wait until tragedy strikes. You don't have to be in a position like me. You don't have to, you know, have some wild out stuff happen to understand and recognize that we all have a shadow. Yes. You know, it's, yeah. it's not exclusive to just people that have had all these traumatic experiences and experienced grief and loss. It, it can just happen. For instance, you know, you you are son of a father who had his own shadow issues that didn't get dealt with right. and then you end up becoming like your dad. You yes, know what I'm saying? Yes. Or you end up uh living in shame because you didn't live up to his expectations which were wrong because his father had wrong expectations you know what i mean and so it just that that shadow shame gets passed on from generation to generation and it's it's not about tragedy it's just about somebody was uh uh, you know somebody's dad wanted him to be a doctor and they wanted to be a musician and so then you know you have you carry that weight of never living up to your father's expectations and then it just keeps going and going and going or he wanted
1: to be Ah uh, the star quarterback on mm-hmm. the football team yeah. and he wasn't picked so yeah. he's gonna make his son yeah he's gonna damn well make sure his yeah. son is the yeah. star quarterback mm-hmm. on the football team you yeah. know yeah. that's that's you know passing down the shadow mm-hmm. and um, or our mothers, uh, being depressed mm-hmm. and, you know, and being bitter towards men because, you know, now, you know, um, you know, dad is hurt mom and, mm-hmm. and now she's going to say, you know, Hey, you remind me of your dad, you know, right, and right. you know, you're acting just like your dad. Yeah. And that's another shadow that gets put on men, um, from a very young age. Mm-hmm. So all of this starts to take over in, in the background mm-hmm. and, you know, um, so the shadow is this persona that kind of walks very close, closely next to us. And you know, uh, I want you to see me this way. I want you to see me as a good person. I want you to see me as a smart person. I want you to see me as a successful person. And my shadow over here is going. You're not smart. You're not successful. Mm-hmm. You're not good. Mm-hmm. You know. You know. I know your secrets. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know. And and that just continues to eat away at our confidence. Yeah. You know, as yeah. a person. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And and the the. The overall theme of this part, this piece is understanding, like, ignoring your shadow or or being in denial or acting like it's not a thing doesn't help. You right, know, it just right. increases self-destructive behaviors and it just sends you into more of a tailspin um, that eventually it will catch up with you. All right? And so all the stuff that we, you know, preach to you guys all the time, not preach, but just strongly suggest or, right, you know, right. try to lead you in a certain direction. It's all about taking care of yourself. It's all about making sure that you're in a healthy space, a healthy place uh, in life, so that you can be your best you. You know, at the end of the day, this is what we're here for, and this is what we're we're trying to get guys to understand. So it's 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 reevaluation, 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 and not ignoring things that you know signs um, that come up, so that so that you can be healthy, you know, right. and be in a good place to live um, and, and kind of grow.
1: So I just want to give uh, these six symptoms, yeah. okay. Uh, I, I think these are helpful for a lot of men. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are symptoms of shadow repression—things that we pushed inside of our shadow—and and these are indicators that the shadow is there, right? Mm-hmm. When we lie to ourselves or we're in denial, uh, a lot of times we create delusional traps mm-hmm. in thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, we we begin a, a belief system, mm-hmm. uh, sort of a um, "everyone's out to get me" mm-hmm. kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, thinking yeah. or i never can succeed or i'm not lucky mm-hmm. or you know there there are just bunches of uh yeah. thinking traps that yeah. really get us stuck right someone
0: else's fault then they become a target of your aggression or right anger. Yeah. right yeah.
1: absolutely and then of course um being not authentic with ourselves mm-hmm. and others and by authentic i mean being real mm-hmm. as as you know as a person you know being able to show ourselves as being vulnerable um you know strong but yet vulnerable right mm-hmm. um when we talk about intimacy we uh have an interesting little way of seeing it around here we call it into me see okay <laughs> right, 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 right. right? Yeah. being able to look inside right but when we're when we're not you know the shadow is the opposite of that mm-hmm. i don't want you to see inside me i don't want you to know me mm-hmm. you know stay away you know so a lot of men get into isolation mm-hmm. that way mm-hmm. um we have a limitation on feeling strong emotions like love compassion care and empathy mm-hmm. you know Hey, that's for girls. Um, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna feel that way. You know, that that's, that's for sissies. I gotta be just strong Mm -hmm. and and dominant, you know, as a man. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's shadow stuff, Mm -hmm. uh, walling off parts of our personality because, um, they were shamed or hurt. Mm -hmm. So if I acted a certain way when I was a kid and I got shamed for it, then I'm suddenly going to act the opposite. I'm not going to be that person because Mm -hmm. that person was rejected or shamed. Right. And then there's a tendency to project uh, negative shadow materials. I think you, you know you just talked about mm-hmm. one yourself, right? Um, that have to do with fear, distrust, shame, right? Mm-hmm. And we project these onto people, mm-hmm. okay? So, uh, and then the fifth one is tendency to repeat hurts from past relationships by replaying them over and over again. This is called um, uh, repetition compulsion. Mm-hmm. So if I had a, a wound from my father, I'm gonna seek out men to you know like a coach or whatever to you know make it right right right? and then i might piss Mm -hmm. off my coach and then uh he he says you know you're you're fired get off the team right Mm -hmm. and then of course now i'm just going back looking for someone else to to fix that first wound Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and then the last one here being attracted to others or situations that repeat the past hurts and experiences you've had Mm -hmm. i just mentioned that right yeah
0: yeah so it's like Codependent relationships Yes Yes absolutely Um, But you just don't understand Or recognize Or know that it's codependent And it's, it's, it's easy To fall into that trap man Because it's I tell guys all the time It's easy to Do what you've done and do what mm-hmm. you've been doing, and to continue doing that, it's it's hard to change. It's hard to see a pattern that's been destructive or negative for you, and to break that. Because even once we, I see it, I've seen it over and over and over again, unfortunately, with guys, is that you get free from something, you feel like those chains are broken, the bond is off you, the 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 the, the heaviness is off your shoulders. And then when something happens, you run right back to that thing, mm-hmm. you know, I run mm-hmm. back to that place of fear, that place of anxiety, that place of pain, that place of place of, uh, I don't know, inadequacy, because it's it's what you're comfortable with and familiar with. You know, so I give an example. I, I know a guy I was working with a guy who had a lot of father wounds, he mm-hmm. never matched up or met his father's expectations. There was nothing he could do right that um, would make his father happy. And he would do some work, feel good be like hey you know what I uh I'm over this I'm, I'm through it and then something would happen in his personal life he'd like fail at work or not complete an assignment at, you know whatever the case may be and he'd go right back into that place of I'm never good enough mm-hmm. Dah, blah, blah, my dad hates me this that other thing whether he verbalized it or not and and wallowed in that because it it, it gave him some uh uh weird sense of 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 comfort you know what I mean? Right, because yeah. that's all he's known. And instead of being able to say, hey, yep, I messed up. I'll get it right next time. It felt more comfortable for, for him to be in that shame that he felt as being chastised by his dad and being a little boy, you know, and, yeah. and it's yeah. it's it's hard. You know, it, it's a rough place to be. But if you don't have somebody that you're working with, someone like us to help you, you know, um, to not allow you to go back to that place and to be in that place or to work you out of it again, um, it, it's, it's a hard cycle to get out of.
1: Yeah, you know, and it doesn't actually have to just happen to us by uh, you know someone external. Mm-hmm. We we can do it to ourselves. We we do a lot of self-shaming, so it sounds like this guy, you know, got stuck in that cycle of just mm-hmm. recycling old ways of thinking, mm-hmm. self-shaming, yeah. and the fear is, well, if I let go of this, what will I have, you know? Right. So yeah. how will I, you know, and and of course that goes into fear of success mm-hmm. and fear of actually growing up mm-hmm. and being mature. That's what we talk about in, when we talk about a male initiation, mm-hmm. it's, it's an actual maturity and it's moving beyond that. Mm-hmm. But guys tend to get into their comfort zones. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, day after day and, you know, time, days go by, months go by and then years go by. And then you think, you know, I'm still in the same place mm-hmm. that I was three years ago. And that's just, you know, that, that, you know, if you're listening to this podcast right now, I'm, I'm saying that doesn't have to happen. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. We can move beyond these things, and a lot of times, uh, when we do shadow work, we begin to integrate, you know, these parts that were split off from us. So, so I guess that's what we're going to talk about right now, right? Okay, Mm -hmm. so the basic steps towards healing your shadow, you know, really, uh, shadow healing is about integrating, Mm -hmm. okay? So, all these parts of me that were shamed, hurt, abandoned, um, rejected, I've Split off inside me. It's mm-hmm. taken on its own persona, mm-hmm. right? I ignore it. I deny that it's there. I medicate it with drugs, alcohol, depression, sex, money, um, image, mm-hmm. right? And um, and it stays there. It stays, you know, uh, stuffed away in this bag. Um, but it's kicking and screaming, mm-hmm. right? And so, what do I have to do? Well, the the basic step. Is to raise your conscious awareness of your shadow, right? Um, when I started doing this work and really trying to understand it, you know, in in the world of religion, and I was in that world for a while, you know, they want to, you know, people want to call it sinful nature, or things like that. I really get away from that. I don't think that's healthy um, because then it's saying that these parts of me that have these bad feelings are really bad. Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. and. I want to say this, um, they're not bad. They're hurt. Mm -hmm. Okay. And hurt feels bad. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so the idea here is that I need to go back and look at those, those hurts, that shame, that rejection and say, why was I hurt? Why was I rejected as a little boy on a playground? Um, Mm -hmm. or, or why did my mom or my dad shame me? You know, and why did that happen? And, you know, and then to tell the real truth about that, which is you know, I was just a kid,, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and, you know, most of the time when I'm talking to these guys, you know they they go through this stuff and and they and they share it with me with great pain, because mm-hmm. uh it brings up the past, and they they thought that they could just bury the past, so and, and I'll say to them, you know, does it occur to you that you were only nine years old at that time, mm hmm Oh, you know, it's easy to think Mm -hmm. with an adult brain right now and say, oh, well, I shouldn't have done that. You know, that was bad. Right. But in reality, um, I I think, okay, wait a minute. Let's not use our adult brain. Let's go back and think about uh, how we thought and saw the world uh, as a nine year old. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. And when you're nine years old and we don't have this ability to say, dad, you got a problem or mom, you got Mm -hmm. a problem. I'm going to the neighbors next door. Right. (laughs) Um, Yeah. you know we take it in as we're the center of the earth, uh the world and so dad's problem mom's problem the world's problem is my problem mm. i caused it yeah. i did it you know and so you know that was that hurt little kid on the inside that needed love and needed understanding mm. and needed to be emotionally protected mm. not just physically protected yeah. right yeah. and then that's the mm. shadow work we start to initiate mm. we start to look at each one of those pieces yeah. And what what are we doing? We're not we're we're healing those wounds and integrating back into our authentic self those parts that were shamed. Mm. So so I can be honest with myself and I don't have to shame myself.
0: Yeah, it's crucial. Yeah, I mean it's 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 again it goes to the idea of you can't you know hey there's a big growth on the side of your neck ah it'll be all right you know it's just you know like no there's something that's on that's coming out of you right so when you see something that obvious. You go and get it checked out, but because these things are usually emotional and internal and can't be seen on the outside, outside of, you know, how we respond or react, you know, our, our attitudes, it doesn't mean just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's it's not a problem, right? right? right. You know, and I, I think that's if that's a good semi way you just said it so eloquently. I'm just trying to summarize it right, in a way that's right. like small palatable, like it's something's there. It's a problem just because it can't be seen doesn't mean that it, it's not affecting you. Right, And the beginning right. work is, is flushing those things out and working through those things so that it can be brought to the surface.
1: Right. So, you know, um, it's bringing that awareness. That's yeah. the first step is to raise your conscious awareness about your shadow, yeah. looking at your past and understanding where you've been hurt, mm-hmm. shamed, where you've been wounded. Mm-hmm. Um, number two would be to let go of your denial and your need to hide your shadow, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, now I don't, I don't recommend that we just go out and say, you know, this is my shadow and, um, I'm, I'm just going to, you know, um, I'm vomit on everyone. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it's important when we do the work of letting go of the denial and, uh, really facing our hurts, mm-hmm. facing our pains, we need to do it with someone who will have our best interest at heart. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, we do therapy. We believe in therapy. We see guys change in therapy, and I think therapy is the best um, mode of, of actually dealing with mm-hmm. the shadow. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we can do some other things afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like I've gone to retreats. And I've done you know, um, you know, spiritual practices, or or uh, you know, my done a few of my own heroes journeys, um, and just worked with myself and my shadow. Right. Uh, that way. But initially, it was working in therapy with someone who could identify and think through help me think through th- mm-hmm. these hurts and pains and made me aware that i was only a child at at some points when i dealt with my mm-hmm. own wounds mm-hmm. right
0: yeah yeah uh it's man I, my my brain is spinning while we're talking but i think it's it's people just don't want to let go of that stuff i can i think yeah. that's kind of what i was saying about the guy earlier in the illustration is like we get so comfortable with that stuff and it's become so much a part of us that it's hard to to separate yes yes yeah yeah.
1: well because you know there's some real pain there and um and we we often believe that no one can understand our pain Mm -hmm. and i may not directly know what you've gone through and you won't know what i've gone through Mm -hmm. but we can share the understanding that you know if you're in pain and you've been hurt Mm -hmm. and or shamed Mm -hmm. that you know um that was something that um formed and shaped mm-hmm. f- shaped us yeah, right yeah. and and we can have that common knowledge and common understanding and then work through it together kind mm-hmm. of go alongside yeah. the individual right yeah so that's that's definitely uh a possibility mm-hmm. you know number step number three and i really uh advocate this elim- eliminate self-shaming um you know this is it becomes a habit yeah we want to put ourselves down call ourselves stupid you know well, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. And, you know, the way we speak to ourselves really does indicate how, how, uh, our shadow is mm-hmm. really working on us. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. This is where the stuff comes out in dreams too. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I love dream work and it's so, it, it's it's such an interesting, um, way of looking at the unconscious mind mm-hmm. and what's in a person's unconscious because at night, you know, there's the firewall gets broken down. Yeah, yeah between the conscious and unconscious and the shadow takes over and, and basically tries to sort things out that have happened to us. Right. Um, uh, mm. and, and so that's where the, um, you know, we can kind of look at these, um, shadow yeah. wounds, but self-shaming I've, 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 I've actually had to ask guys, Hey, can you stop saying that right now? Let me just kind of, identify it every time you say this i'm going to say hey Mm -hmm. look at this look Mm -hmm. at this because we don't realize that we do the the greatest damage you know i may have been um you know punished or hurt by my parent Mm -hmm. and then i'll go punish myself right yeah right yeah and it seemed to work because you know I got an A on that test. Mm-hmm. You know, after I got a beating, yeah, right? right? Right, right, right. So I'm going to go beat myself up yeah, from now on, yeah, so yeah. I can get those A's. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's a form of shadow work, and that's a form. That's that's the shadow working in us. Mm-hmm. And then you know, as we continue to shame ourselves, we think, okay, that well, that'll make me a better person. Yeah. But in, in reality, it just makes me more wounded. Yeah, yeah, right?
0: yeah, yeah. It's 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 crazy. This reminds me of Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. It's like if yes. you just. I guess his his the the Mr. Hyde was the sexual desires and, you know, all of these things that kind of aren't supposed to be something that is in the forefront. But if you live alongside of the shadow as opposed to running from it or denying it or suppressing it and deal with it in a way that's proper, you may be able to manage those impulses or whatever. It, like and not even saying impulse in a negative light, but just whatever that is that's supposed to be hidden and suppressed. If you deal with it properly, it doesn't have to be Mr. Hyde, you know, right, or it was right. Dr. Jekyll's the bad, I always, Dr. Jekyll is the bad, right, is the, the good, the the regular person, right, I guess. In the, in the, now
1: I'm confused. Right, I
0: always feel like I always have it backwards, I feel like because it's Dr. Jekyll, that should be the one that's right, then Mr. Hyde is the bad, yeah. anyway, but just the idea of you don't have to have this dichotomy, this, this two-part person where you drink this potion Courage to use alcohol, whatever. And then your true right, self, the inhibitions right. are lowered, or whatever comes out. But if proper shadow work is done, you can manage and work through whatever shadow side is existing that you're trying to keep hidden from people. Um, again, unless it's something that's you know illegal or something that'll get you in jail. But you know, if it's just something that you feel because of how you've grown up, or how your mom feels, or the religious organization that you belong to says it's not okay. In fact, when it's just them dealing with their own issues, and yes, you know what I'm saying? and right? they have their own shadows that right, like they're right, casting right. on right. everyone. You know. And everybody has to suppress it, right? Right. But now, if you get free from the shame and the hurt and the wound and actually stop making yourself feel terrible, the self-shaming right. piece, right? Right. You can be freed from that. But right. the more you suppress and the more you deny and the more you you know, beat yourself up, the, the worse it gets.
1: I like the you know the analogy of a werewolf you know mm-hmm. during the day i'm i'm okay as soon as yeah. the moon comes out yeah. right which is in shadow right, right. you know yeah. then all of a sudden i'm this wild beast mm-hmm. right you yeah. know and wow. you know so um yeah or the incredible hulk yeah. you know yeah. like i just you know break free and yeah. suddenly become this this aggressive monstrous mm-hmm. man you know mm-hmm. um those are good shadow analogies yeah. that we see in in popular yeah. literature and uh, movies and for that sure. so the last thing here for today um Step four, which which I think is the most difficult, but yet, you know, this comes to a place where once we've done our work and we've looked inside, you know, that we begin to actively show self compassion. Mm -hmm. Like I have to it's so easy for a for a man to be compassionate towards others, Mm -hmm. right? But what about being compassionate towards ourselves? Right. 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 That's the hard part. I think that men struggle with that Mm -hmm. the most. Uh, Mm Self-forgiveness is also one of those things you know Mm -hmm. when I ask guys I say okay So when are you gonna start forgiving yourself, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, well, I really effed it up, you know And all these things I say well, okay, we know that already when are we gonna work on? uh, Forgiveness right self-love self-care, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And and then of course self-validation toward the 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 wounded and the hurts, you know Mm -hmm. Um, I say this that you know when we get into health you know, we all like to be validated by others, mm-hmm. um, but we can get into, especially with the shadow uh, being, you know, self, you know, feeling a lot of self-rejection and and abandonment. We get into people-pleasing behaviors, mm-hmm. and we want uh, to be validated by everyone, yeah. right? Hey, look at me. Mm-hmm. Um, did I do a good job? Mm-hmm. Did I do a good job? You know, and uh, a lot of men put this responsibility on women to mm-hmm. validate mm-hmm. them. You know, validate their manhood, va- validate their masculinity. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and it, it, it can be very sad when I, you know, I, we, we will probably talk about this in the future, but you know, when you have individuals, um, who shame men, right. And the, you know, by using the word, you know, the phrases man up, you know, be a man, right. right? Um, you know, that these guys stay in perpetual shame. They stay in perpetual shadow because they can't self validate. So when we're doing this work, eventually A sign of health is the ability to self-validate our Mm -hmm. own feelings, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and say, you know, I feel this way, Mm -hmm. this is who I am, and no one can tell me how I should feel. Mm -hmm. It's what I'm feeling right now. And, um, and, and also validate ourselves in positive ways. Right. So, uh, that's one that I think is very important. And the last one is treat yourself with kindness. Okay. And just keep repeating this process over and over each time. Mm hmm
0: yeah yeah and i think that if we can get to this place where we can accept the fact that we need this work Mm -hmm. that we need to heal that we don't have to cover up cover up cover up the shadow can be exposed it doesn't have to be a shadow like a gloomy figure right right? It right. it could just be you know something that's a part of me or was a part of me or you know it's it's something that that Gives me some sense of satisfaction, right? And it doesn't have to, you can spin it so it doesn't have to come out in some negative experience, right? Right, right? If you have a desire or something that needs to be met, when the shadow is not something that's elusive and in the dark and the werewolf, you know, when right. you can just be you and say, these are the things that, that drive me or I've experienced or that I, I don't want to hide anymore, that I want to come to the light, these things don't have to uh, destroy you. You know, it's 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 owning what that is, what this thing is, and then overcoming it.
1: Absolutely, because in the shadow are the gold nuggets. Yeah. Um, you know, Robert Bly talks about you know the gold nuggets that come out of the shadow. So, you know, I've met men who are, you know, very great um, fathers, mm-hmm. right? Because they they determined that they would look at their shadow wound that they got from their fathers yeah. and decided. Uh, to integrate those parts that were hurt and wounded back into their authentic self. And they became more aware of their own children's Mm -hmm. hurts and pains and fears and things like that, and became a better uh, father, a better parent. Right. And that's just one way, you know, um, that we can take the gold out of Mm -hmm. our hurts, our Mm -hmm. wounds and know, you know, basically it gives me the power to empathize. It gives me the power to feel for others. It gives me compassion. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, there is gold in the shadow that's why we don't want to cast it away that's why we don't want to keep it locked up Mm -hmm. you know we really want to bring it out and embrace our shadow um, uh, those wounded parts and integrate them back into ourselves yeah
0: and it's a beautiful analogy that you can just apply to everything how to be a better ceo how to be a better husband how to be a better dad how to be a better friend right if you take the shadow examine it thoroughly take the gold nuggets out of it, yes. right? Or it can be gold dust and you can just sprinkle right. it on everything, right? <laughs> right. Whatever you want it yeah. to be. But the idea is like, man, there's there's healing and hope to be found in the shadow. Yes, It doesn't absolutely. have to be something that remains hidden and in the dark and secret and eat you alive.
1: Yes, um, I'm, I'm really happy that we talked about this yeah. topic today. Yeah, me too. And I'm me glad too. that, uh, well, I hope everyone sees these uh, the series. Yeah. Um, on netflix mm-hmm. what well, the name is frontier frontier yeah, yeah okay
0: yeah. and you got you know you draw what you draw from it man we just here to pull out the the nuggets first right se, the yes, nuggets the right, yes okay um and, and help y'all understand man it's i mean it's it's good this is why we we talk about this stuff this is why right. we explore these things art imitates life Imitate. you know whatever you mm-hmm. know and just i think sometimes that if we're not looking for the deeper things you know it may not be your job leave it to us maybe we'll you know keep providing you right. with these good these good facts but i think that it's it's there's healing that comes from from certain things and i think if we're too busy looking for plot lines and character development and all the other stuff we miss you know what's what's out there what's and, really yeah, important and our life is about plot you know plot development yeah. character development right. you know and and we want to make sure that um when we see things in characters and people that remind us our, of ourselves or people mm-hmm. that we know we want to help you guys win and uh this is absolutely that's why we do what we do all right sounds good okay well um thank y'all for tuning in we talked about shadow we talked about grief we talked about shadow work we talked about self-sabotage we talked about a lot yes uh, and it was, it was a great good. episode um it wasn't as sad as i thought it was going to be right um and we just want to encourage you guys to keep living um and doing well and come see us if you're in atlanta uh tune into this show tell your friends like us on facebook instagram twitter all that good stuff and tell the guy about us yes all right yes sounds good all right uh check you out next time thank you for listening to another episode of a myths and men thank you for listening to a myths and men podcast if you or someone you know may be in need of therapeutic or counseling services or even life coaching please don't hesitate to reach out to us our contact phone number is 770-674-0553 you can also reach us via email at contact at of myths and That's contact at O-F-M-Y-T-H-S-A-N-D-M-E-N Our web address is ofmythsandmen.com. And again, that's spelled O-F-M-Y-T-H-S-A-N-D-M-E-N dot Thank you for listening.